What is up? Welcome back to Where Are All My Friends. Another week, another episode. The vibe is good. Been really stoked on all of the guests lately. Thank you all for listening. And this week again, I'm stoked. We are sitting down this week with Keyshore. He's an artist originally from Atlanta, lived on the East Coast for a little while, now out here in Los Angeles, and he's just doing something really cool. Um, he's kind of in that hip hop rap space but draws a lot of inspiration from a lot of artists that I really respect. And I feel like his project is really cool. And in a lot of ways, I feel like this is just the beginning for him. So it was really cool to sit down early and tell his story up to here and learn a lot more about him. So that part was awesome. Obviously, we'll get into it. You'll hear it from him. But I really enjoyed this one. Another thing that I want to talk about was just specifically podcast-wise, I really try hard to make sure that the audio quality is good. And every week, I'm always trying to work on that. And this week, my buddy Danny showed me a plugin that like changed the game for me. It's this company called AccuSonos, and they have this audio repair plugin kit called Era. And it's just super cool. Like it takes out all the room noise and like a bunch of reverb. And I don't know, maybe I'm nerding out a little too hard on this, but if anybody's into it and if anybody has struggled with that, for me, being a beginner in it and finding this was a huge game changer. So if you are nerding out and you want to talk about it, hit me up. If you're a listener, I hope you notice the difference because I'm pretty hype on it. Outside of that, it's just the usual stuff. Share this on social media if you like it. It's been the best way for the podcast to grow. Seriously, like seeing all of the responses, seeing people share it, it helps it grow. It helps it get more noticed. It helps me get more guests. I also love hearing from you, the guests that you do want on the show. So just in general, hit me up on social media. It's a great way to spread the word and also stay in touch. I'm at Andrew underscore FTW and Kishore is at K-E-S-H-O-R-E underscore. With that said, let's get into it. So we're here, another episode of Where Are All My Friends? We're fucking chilling in the living room, got the squad here, and we have Keyshore. Yo. And (laughs) (laughs) I'm stoked on this one because I really like doing podcasts where we know each other, but loosely because yeah. it makes it super organic and natural and like when super i learn shit about you i'm like yo what <laughs> yeah. and i have the feeling there's gonna be a bit of that because we have a lot of the same mutual friends yeah i feel like we i don't know we had met each other a couple times but it was that night of the version three show where i was like oh shit he's cool <laughs> yeah and then from there it's kind of just like been a thing so yeah, yeah. thank you for taking the time dude hey no problem just chilling yeah <laughs> Um, and yeah, if anybody's listening, pardon any noise. We're all fucking squatted up in the living room. Squatted People might come through and all that, but grubbing. I think we'll be able to keep it pretty good. Yeah. Um, hell yeah. So what I like to do, first thing I like to do is before we even get into the story, tell a listener, tell somebody who doesn't know you what you're about, what you do. Just little brief introduction. Yo, my name is Q Short. AKA K Baby, AKA Dead Boys Affiliate, AKA Sometimes I Shit Myself If I Don't Get to the Bathroom in Time, AKA What the Fuck is Up, Dog. And um, I got bored one day when I was like 15 and I made some music, and that's what I do now. And I make music with my homies and uh, try and do the music shit. You do me shit. <laughs> <laughs> Great intro. 
<laughs> Nailed it. Sometimes I shit myself. Um, damn, so it was 15? You started making music when you were 15? Yeah, I like found, I had a Samsung phone. Yeah. That I had, um, got from my, my brother or some shit. And I had this like recording app and I recorded on it and then transferred it from an MP3 file over to the computer and put it on Audacity. And that's how I would make songs. And I was like 15 all the way up to like 17. But like, I would just like make songs like every couple months or some shit. And then like, and just going to like going on FL and doing all types of crazy shit. You started recording through a fucking cell phone? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, bro, it, it's funny too because like it was the most out of pocket shit because like my parents didn't know I rapped. Yeah. And I didn't want them to know like I would rap too. So like I would go into the shed or some shit. I would like go outside. Sometimes you can hear like birds in the background and shit. Oh my God. I would God. do the most crazy shit. I would be in the closet like, Mouth over the phone, just recording the shit. What do you th- did you think your parents were gonna get mad, or were you just like shy? Oh no, I knew they were gonna get mad. They're like very, very uh stern parents. So like their kid trying to you know rap type of shit when they want me to go to like school type of shit, they'll be super pissed. So I had to keep it like mad low key. Damn, that's crazy to me because I feel like most of the time parents like encourage anything creative so for you to be like running away into the fucking shed rapping into Bro, a cell phone like that like, childhood they'd be like what the hell is this what? like they'll go crazy Damn. so did they ever find out yeah really yeah how'd they find out oh my gosh it was ridiculous because i never told them that's the thing they didn't find out through me like for some reason a lot of people started finding out who i was they're like on sound they're browsing on soundcloud they're yeah, like wait like, this shit's fire and they're like this is our son <laughs> No, it was like people that was their friends walking up to them. They're like, have you seen your son's uh, Instagram? Do you know he makes like music, that and that, all this crazy stuff. And then they was just showing them stuff, showing them stuff. And they found out. And I was like, oh, fuck. They started confront- confronting me and shit. And then they started like typing in my name on like YouTube and shit. And they would find like crazy videos. Like, Oh, my bro, God. It was like expose scandal in that you know what I'm saying so okay so you're like 50 you're like 15 years old when this is happening no this didn't start happening not the summer before senior year but during senior year halfway through senior year they're finding your project and yeah shit. so this is from 15 to like at least one third through being 18 so this is like almost four years of being low key and while this is happening like had were you like getting a following yeah it was like going like crazy like that's like around that time was when i first started like making collabs and shit and then i would collab with gas and we had like some really big songs off of that and then also had like hella solo shit that was like doing crazy and then i had like this instagram where like i would just like do stupid shit or just like post videos and shit in my songs and shit would just go like crazy like viral it was ridiculous Oh my God. So you kind of like figured out how to finesse the internet in school. In school, yeah. And you were recording all this on this shitty phone? or I was recording it on my shitty phone and then from there upgraded into borrowing my homie Chris's mic that lived down the street. And then from there it upgraded to like if I didn't have Chris's mic, I had my nigga Kevin Kazi's mic. And like we we would put the mic in like a cup 
and it was a USB mic. We would plug it in and we have to stand a little far distance away. And then we would record songs and shit and then engineer everything in FL. We would like Google shit, like how to get shit correct and shit. We just did everything ourselves. Oh my God. That's like, I love that that like caught and that people were about it, right? Because that's so like real. You guys were legit just figuring it out. Yeah, we're just kids like doing just shit. We're like filming our own videos and shit, just going crazy. But then, so did you figure out how to make beats and produce or were you getting beats from other friends and just rapping? I was like getting beats from other friends and then like... I would like be in the process of them making beats and things like that. So like I would also have like my little input, mm-hmm. but then like for the most part, I was engineering uh, or trying my best to engineer and then doing a lot of writing and things like that. Damn. Okay. So yeah, like you were just doing whatever you could and Googling and finding people to help you with the rest. Yeah. Just like connecting to people. And then like at the time, cause like during the time period of me starting to rap was during the time period me actually finding out about rap music yeah because i was gonna ask you that like what was your life before finding music or like what made you get into this like when that day you get bored you're like yo i'm gonna rap how did you even have that idea i used to listen to nothing but anime music yeah like openings and shit soundtracks things like symphonies and like bond shit like that i would listen to um hella Kid Cudi, Hell Kanye, yeah, um, Lupe Fiasco, I was yeah, Jim Class Heroes and shit. I was listening to hell of those niggas, and then like shit, I would pick up on the radio. I would just like always listen to like those songs, but like I would never like venture out into rap music or any shit like that because I was just like I was like oh, it's chill. Like I was just like you know what I'm saying. I was just like a kid trying to be like on my like fuck rap type shit, right? Like I don't know how to explain that, right? Because like I feel like those artists are so important into getting into it. Yet it also kind of feels like starter pack. Yeah, this is like it's the most chillest shit. And then I remember it was uh ninth grade and my um my nigga Byron, this nigga changed my life. This nigga showed me um top, wait hold on hold on I fuck it up timeline. Okay, now you're good. So before <laughs> before I go into freshman year, yeah, that summer my parents gave me a phone. Okay. That was the first time I ever had a phone. Okay. So with this phone, I'm like finding out about this show, The Community, right? Wait, like the with Donald Glover on it? Yeah. Okay, and yeah, the like, show's incredible. I was like, Donald Glover is so funny. So I looked this nigga up. I'm like, is there any other movies he's on or some TV show? And I find like hella music. And it was like Freaks and Geeks. Yes. And then I listened to that shit and I was like, what the fuck? And Dude. then like I went crazy and listened to nothing but um Charles Gambino, Dude. Chance the Rapper, and like... um. What's her name? What's his name? The big fat nigga. Action Bronson. Action Bronson. I listened to hella Action Bronson and like Joey Bass and shit. And I was like listening to that shit. And then I came into freshman year and I was like, damn, like now I feel like this is my actual rap starter pack. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it was you like found the, like it was, more of your lane. It was like the most surface niggas. I didn't know anything. And then my, I met my friend, um, Byron. That's still my friend today. That's like my nigga. That's my brother for life. That nigga. Show me Tyler the Creator. Oh shit! And then I was like, "Yo, I need to listen to Tyler the Creator." So I type in Tyler the Creator, trying to listen to Tyler the Creator, and I end up listening to Haji Beats, thinking this Tyler the Creator. Really? So I listened to all of Haji Beats' discography, <laughs> and I came back to Barn. I was like, "Yo, this nigga snapping!" And he was like, "Nigga, this is Haji Beats." <laughs> 
<laughs> that's like did you ever like back in the day having to torrent music like you go on like LimeWire and all that shit and I, you, you I type it in yeah, and, and you get the wrong shit up. yeah oh my god it was like that and then like from there I just started listening to hell like off future and then from there branching out to like Travis and like hell like indie artists and like Tori Moi and like all sorts of crazy shit. And it became like an obsession to the point to where like in my head, I was like, dude, I want to make a song just like this, but I would never do it. Yeah. And I remember I was um, trying to get into this school for this program, this like high grade type Ivy League. Like smart people shit. Smart nigga shit. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And then like, I failed. I didn't get in. And I was like sad as fuck because like my whole family's like putting bets in it. Like he's going to do, it, he's going to do it. Da, da, da. You know, everyone puts their hope in you and you just, yeah. you just fuck up during the interview. Are you an only shit. child? Nah, I have like two other siblings, but I was the youngest one. Okay. And were your older siblings like pretty good in school and all that? My sister was pretty good in school. And then my brother got like a scholarship for football. So like, okay. For so me, it was like, you a, had some pressure. Yeah. I had, some, I had to go hard <laughs> and I fucked up and I was like, damn. And I was listening to that, um, action Bronson and, um, chance the rapper song. Yeah. And I was like, damn, this beats so hard. I kept listening to the song over and over and I was like, dude, I want to make a song. So I would keep freestyling over that beat. And I would just constantly keep freestyling until I met Byron and all that shit. And I wouldn't say anything. And then this, I would like freestyle with my homie Byron because like he would make music and shit. He's the one that taught me about audacity and recording like on your phone and shit, all that types of shit. Okay. And then like, I was like, oh, this is fine. This is fine. And then like we would freestyle and shit. And he'd be like, yo, like you, you're pretty good. Like you should make a song. Da, da, da. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And then like all that shit was going on during that time period. And I was like, fuck this shit, man. And then like, I was like, Byron, give me a beat. Cause at that time he would, he would like producing shit on like FL. Yeah. So he gave me like, a, like a beat and then I rapped on the shit. And the, the first song was called Carl Weezer. That's what I called the shit. Okay. And I was like, I was like, bro, how do you mix this shit? And he was like, Google it, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I think tell me, so I Googled the shit and learn how to do it on Audacity, nigga. And I fucking put the song out on the, uh, on Keyshore page. But at this, at the time it wasn't even called Keyshore. It was called Cosme. Okay. It was a whole other name. Yeah. I was going to ask you, where did Keyshore come from? Keyshore like came from like, after like doing that for like a year or some type shit. And I was like, damn, like my middle name's kind of fine. Like I'm sleeping. That's just your middle name. Yeah. It's my middle name. That's hard as nails. That's sick. So I just changed it to my middle name. But like, yeah, that was like the whole entire like leading up to that. She was crazy. Damn. So then like, was it that you're getting into high school, you had already found this music, you're about it. Then you like meet the right friends that were like, yo, do a song, go do this. Yeah. And then give you enough of that fire to like try it and then Google fucking all the rest. Yeah. And then like I got obsessed with it because like at the time I was like researching so much music. Yeah. I was like, I need more. Like I need more knowledge. Like I was like, I'm to this day, I'm still obsessed. Like I'll sit there for hours in this place, like multiple songs over and over. Yeah. So I find a new one or a new good one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like at the time, like I was just fresh into it. So I was just doing all types of crazy shit and I was experimenting and trying to do shit like that. Dude, I love that feeling, right? Like that you crazy. know you're in the right lane when you can spend fucking six hours and just not, obsessing on one thing. And, and like, not you're be just, like pissed about it. You're yeah. just like, you're just like, all right, six hours in. Yeah. Now let's hear how this sounds. Yeah, like, like you just need more. You're, you're like, pumped. I need this sound to be right or I need to find more artists like this or like, whatever that thing is. Like, you know you're doing the right thing when you just obsess and you keep going. It was like, crazy it looked like i was like 
on drugs like music was like drugs or some shit i would be like chief i was like where the headphones at where the yeah. headphones i'm like i need to listen to music i need to put on full blast like niggas be like you're playing it too loud i'm like shut up it has to be loud you were just in you were just in <laughs> i was in i was obsessed it was crazy because that was like that's something that i really don't know about you even now is like how much of your own production you do like how deep you've gone into like different projects and all that so high school was really formative because you were yeah. learning all of it i was just learning everything okay yeah that was like at the time like some a lot of crazy shit was happening and that was the shit i could escape to yeah so i was just like doing that shit and then like it caused me to like build my own character and find myself and yeah. then realize like you know what fuck what everyone else has to think you know what i'm saying i'm gonna do this shit because like this shit is like makes me generally happy type shit i really respect too because i'm a little bit older than you i'm 28 and like i respect so much that you committed to it because I think you find that in high school. And I think that like at a pretty early age, you have an idea of like, yo, I love this. Yeah. And the fact that you doubled down on it and you weren't too scared or you didn't listen too much to your parents or other people. And you're like, yo, this is it. I think that's important. And now you're so far ahead. Yeah. So, she was crazy. It was a wild ride. So tell me then, because before we started the podcast, you're telling me that at a pretty early age, you bailed from Atlanta. So yeah. take me from the point of getting into recording your own songs where that goes, and then when you leave Atlanta. All right, so, like, I'm getting to record my own songs, and it's, like, senior year, and, like, I would drop a song here and there, but the, during that time, I'm just, like, recording stuff by myself. I'm, like, listening to those songs, you know, not really putting anything out, not really trying, to be honest, just constantly listening to more and more music. And then I had, like, this girl I was talking to at the time, and we, like, kind of fell off, and, like, it made me super pissed because I was like, no, fuck this shit. I'm going to glow up on Shorty. You know yes. what I'm saying? I was in my head. I was like, dude, that motivation. Crazy. Sometimes you need that. And then like from there, I just like kept going in, like trying to find homies in my see somewhere I can, someone I can record with. Cause I was like, the quality's bad on these phones and shit. I wanted to sound like these songs. I want to sound crazy. Yeah. So I was like, I need to upgrade. I would like go to homies. Like I would sneak out the crib yeah. to go record at homies cribs and shit like that. Yeah, how about the win all types of crazy shit so I can just go record so I can get at least some good quality sound as best as I could. So did you even have a computer or anything at that point? I only had a desktop. Okay. And I would like hide the FL file inside another folder so no one can see it. And I would go in there and then plug everything. And then when my parents were at home, I would like pull the mic out from under the desk, record it, put it away back. And then like when they were like sleep, I'll go down, mix the engineering when they were home. I'll blast it and mix the engineer. Everything was like mad low key. They could not know. So I was just doing all that shit. And then like just constantly just kept doing it. And then like during that time, like my parents started finding out because obviously if I was doing it so consistently, I was like putting all this shit out. Like a lot of people were like finding out like, oh, okay, this fool's actually making music. Because it started catching. and It you started, started catching. And because I, I was just so obsessed. And, and I was like. Because you said something to me earlier where like you would make like all these goofy, ridiculous videos and shit. And you kind of learned how to finesse the internet. Yeah. So was that part of it? Like you're in high school and you're kind of figuring that out? Yeah. And, then, and I'm like, I'm like. I'm with my homies and we're like Tyler the Creator like had a kid and it's us type shit. We're just on some just reckless, stupid shit. It's and, so sick. And then we're like, dude, we can be like these fools too. Like we can like bring our ideas and shit and then like we would like play around tell jokes and shit. We're just out of pocket as fuck. And then one day I was just like, fuck it. I'm just gonna like 
make a video just so I can laugh at that shit because I was like feeling down. Like I would make those videos every time I was sad so oh, I can like shit. make myself happy. So like I would like make those videos and shit and like laugh at them bitches and I would just post them and then like niggas were like, oh shit, this is crazy. But at that time, I was also releasing music so I would like coincide them together type shit. Yeah, because you kind of still do that now. Like I watch you post stuff and it's not just like the typical like new song out. Like it's always like some kind of like it's not a meme, but it's just like it's kind like of fun. off the wall shit. It's yeah. like off the wall, just fun shit. It's like you don't even fuck, you're just doing some shit and then you're like, here, listen to this song. Yeah. Like, oh, fire, you dropped this song. Like, this fool's been tweaking. That's so sick that like, just whatever that was, like your level of not giving a fuck, right? Like yeah. that confidence enough to just be like, yeah, cool. I don't give a fuck. Like I'm going to do me. So, all right, you start getting popular. You break up with this girl. You're like, yo, fuck this. Then when do you leave Atlanta? Okay, so this is like everything starts going crazy towards the end of senior year. Everyone's like, you got to go to college. You got to do this. You got to do that. I was like, fuck, I want to go to college. I'm like, da, 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 da. And they're like, you have to. Because at this time, they're like figuring out how to make music and shit. And they're like, you either do this or you're out of the house. We can't da 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 da. All this crazy shit. I don't want to like, you know, repeat the speak about it. Like on someone's name. But like it was some crazy shit that like hurt me you know what i'm saying oh damn and so like I was it like, like hit home it, it hit like different i was like it wasn't just like people that I was close to but people that like i thought were supposed to be like homies and shit would say crazy shit to me and i was like damn like everyone's just fucking hating and then all this shit is doing and i was like how are they hating and i'm actually doing something like i'm trying my best out here no one gives a fuck yeah like, fuck these guys i'm surprised by that because i mean obviously there's so far to go in any career it's not like by high school you made it yeah but like it's so crazy that people didn't support it that you were getting actual traction like only the only people that supported me was my niggas were like Kevin, Byron, Bryce, Tyler, Shawnee, just like like the main niggas that like if when I go back home, those are the niggas I have to see. Like those are the niggas that like were like, all right, nigga, like these niggas may be hating. You may be making different music than this like Atlanta hard shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I was making some pretty boy shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Niggas was hanging, so it was like, oh, this shit gay, da 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 da. All these types of crazy shit. Yeah. And I'm like, there's like nigga. You, what you have that's different from us, nigga, you make some shit, nigga. And they're like, you got to do your shit, da, 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 da. And they, like, motivated me because at that time, like, it was, like, students. It was, like, parents. Like, everyone was just, like, going at me. Like, all types of crazy shit. Yeah. And then, like, this was going on throughout, like, all the way through the end of high school. Yeah. And then, like, during that time, I was like, damn, I have to apply for college. So, like, I applied for um, the Atlanta Art Institute for um, fashion illustration because during that time, I was, like, a fashion illustrator for this lady's like um clothing company. So oh, would, really? Yeah, I would I would do that shit for her. I would like draw the designs and shit and I use that as like my portfolio to get into the college. I was basically in college, like about to go type shit. Wait, is that another part of what you do? Like will you design shit too? Yeah. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> I didn't even know that. <laughs> yeah. But where did that come from? I was just I used to draw manga before I like made music. Oh shit! So before music, you're would, super into anime, and then just you just draw, naturally draw. Books. That's why I was like always listening to anime music and shit. I was just, I would just keep drawing and shit because that was the shit I would escape to, and that just translated me escaping into music and shit. Holy! Not that I know, but for anybody listening, if they are into anime and all that, what are some of the, like the influences that you found, and like what were some of your favorites? Bro, shit like Steins Gate, shit like hella like Cowboy Bebop and that whole lineage of that director who filmed that shit, Studio Ghibli. 
um a lot of shonen like manga and anime yeah um the classics like yu Hakusho, kira naruto bleach one piece um i was in i was like reading shit like monster berserk was crazy gantz fire i was like heavy and i was like into like um elephant leg was pretty gas but when i look back at it now it was pretty ass but like at the time it was pretty gas yeah there's like hella shit i was into i was reading hella manga i had like manga collections and shit. that's sick i mean again like i can't front like i know any of that but it's cool to me anytime i meet an artist that is like super into something else or passionate about another hobby i just love that so if anybody else that does follow that side also knows that i feel like they'd be like oh shit kishore's also into that like extra respect yeah like when i originally started music i was like joking my friends i was like i'm gonna get popping so i can have enough money to make my own manga company and shit yo and have artists under me and it would be like manga and like visuals and like anime and shit under one little production company type shit. perfect world would you still do something like that yeah that's so sick that'd be gas that's so fucking like sick. animes okay. that would just like come from my ideas and ideas of my homies and shit oh my have, like, god collaborators and like other artists do like the soundtracks for them dude i love that not like again i can't front like i know it but that's sick i didn't know that there was that level so so you're saying so you were designing shit as well and you were submitting that yeah like and then i was basically like into the college and shit and this is around the time like i met um gas oh yeah so like we were like was that just internet yeah we're just homies on yeah we were homies on internet and then he was like, yo, uh, come out to New York or whatever. And I was like, yeah, I'll come out when I graduate type shit because now my parents can't say shit because, you know, I graduated when I'm 18. Yeah. And they're like, all right, bet. So, like, I left, like, July or some shit. It was it was a July. I left with my nigga Kevin. Oh, shit. Kevin's here, by the way. And, we're uh, all chilling. And Tommy, and Tommy Ice. Yeah. We, we, like, all, like, left to, like, New York. But in my mindset, like, I was, like, I looked at my mom that day. Like, we had, like, an argument and shit. And I was like not finishing me for a while type of shit and then she was and like and i was it was like some type of shit like i was like in my head i knew i was like this was my chance to like leave i don't know where the f- what the fuck is going to happen oh so i get God. there and i go to new york and we're chilling and then like at this time i'm like dude i need to figure out like i don't want to go back to atl like i don't know what to do type of shit and i'm just chilling me and kevin and like caster there Tommy Ice were just like fucking like getting drunk and shit with gas and like meeting like the heavy MT and then we met like Patrick C's all Patrick C and shit like Memphis and hanging out with just like hell fools. So like that was kind of probably a cool spot for you to get out there and meet another squad of like yeah another, like-minded like people, people that just like internet hippie was there the fucking goat oh it was shit. it was crazy and then like. Me and Gaz just like became more like as a friend standpoint because we were like me and Percy, we just became friends and shit. Yeah, and then I had- feel like you two, just the <laughs> dynamic, like you two together is bad news, but it makes perfect sense. Yeah, and then we just went to that Kentucky show and then like she was like mad lit. And then like after that, we would just like stay together type shit. So obviously not in Kentucky, right? No, nah, we would like stay like between like Maine, Boston, and like New York. We would, like spend... Okay, like Northeast area? Yeah, like day-to-day type shit. And that's like you guys becoming friends. Like that's where you guys really became boys. Yeah, and we just like make music together and like critique each other's music and like help each other and like type shit. Because that makes sense to me because I remember he brought you up to me and I think I really met you first through him. But I didn't understand at the time. Like it was just like he he's friends with so many people and like there were so many things where I was like, oh, cool, like another friend. So I didn't realize that you guys were like together in that. Yeah. 
So that's how old are you? You, I'm 19. I, I turned like 20 in like a week. At the okay. time, I was like 18, going on to 19. So legit, you were just like you went on that trip from Atlanta, and then you're like, all right, cool. I'm basically running away from home. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and then what happened? So you guys are together in Northeast area. But you live out here in LA now. So like what, you spent like a year out there or some shit? Or? I spent like six months out there, kind of, about six, five months. And okay. then like some shit happened and then like I came to Cali. So you really weren't even there that long. Yeah. But that was like you, you, well, no, you said it. Like you met like another group of people out there and kind of like, again, cemented yourself more into like making friends in the scene and shit like that. Yeah. And I was like making like shit on the side, just mainly like hanging out with people and just seeing what it's like to like live where it's like there's no one telling you you're not shit or like someone like coming at you negatively. Just like yeah. enjoying life type shit. I mean, it's kind of your first bit of independence, right? Yeah, like you're away from I was just home. Like soaking it in, like meeting new people, meeting friends and shit, and just making music low key. And then was it like a goal to get out to California or was that circumstance that brought I you? I always wanted to come to California, like eventually, because like I would always talk to my homies, like when we was in high school, I was like, bro, we need to like go to Cali, like fucking save up our money and like rent a place down there for like two months or some shit, make music or some shit. Yeah. Like I always wanted to go because I, I came here before with my parents for some cruise or some shit. And it was like my first time like here. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I don't know, like the vibe from it just felt like I was like, I need to be here eventually in my life. And I remember I was telling my mom, I was like, I'm going to move here one day. And then she was like, she was like, sure, whatever you say. And literally a year after that was like during that same time period when I actually went there. I guess I'm just trying to process what, like where you're at in your career. Like, are you at a point where you can pay your bills at that point? Or is it still like piecing it together? Like, what is that, like, getting to California like? Getting to California at that time was like, damn, I really just spent all my money to get here type shit. Yeah. And I was like, damn, I'm going to have to thug it out a bit. But at the time, like, one of the homies, like, families, like, took me and type shit. And oh, they, like, cool. kind of helped me get on, like, all right, stay on a steady path. Like, because they are like, you can stay here and shit, but you got to, like, do this music shit too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I was like, damn. Oh, so they, that family held you accountable. They're like, yo, you can come here, but you better be doing that music. Yeah, you better be working and shit like that. And I was like, yeah. So I I was like, at the time, like, trying to make my songs, like, do good so I can get enough money, you know, to like, so I can go around LA and meet people and shit. Yeah. And then, like, put that into, like, promotion and, like, videos and, like, better production and shit like that. Okay, so that part to me, I want to talk about that because that's important to me. And I feel like it's this, I don't know, it's only lately that artists have been able to, like, properly do things independent. And, like, I guess I didn't understand your story that you didn't have parents supporting, you didn't have somebody like padding you financially. Like you really had to figure it out. Yeah. So is that like you had learned early, like finessing the internet and just like getting engagement shit like that. But what was your, what was your first taste of like, fuck, maybe I can do this. Maybe I can make it work and make enough money. Like, was it a repost check? Was it figuring something else out? It was none of those. It was like, I made a song. Mm-hmm. And I don't even remember what song it was, but I listened to it. And I like, that was like the first time, like, I ever listened to my music. And I was like, I know type shit. You know, when you listen to something, you're like, all right, I see where this can go type yeah. shit. It was, it was kind of like that. And like, at the time I would show it to people and they'd be like, nah, nah. But still I was just like, nah, y'all are sleep. This is 
gas. And then from there, I was like, all right, even if I'm thugging it out, living on couch to couch, even if I'm broke as shit, I'm going to still record this song. Like, I didn't even give a fuck even if I was poor, like, or getting money. That wasn't, like, the benefiting factor, like, being like, all right, I can do this. It was just, like, listening to that song and then listening to it coincide with an artist that I respected and they can be in the same place together and just be as good coming off each other. And I was like, all right. I was like, fuck. I'm going to make this shit my life. Is that song out? No, I don't even remember what song it was. It's probably oh, like shit. a sample track or some shit. So it was just enough. It was just the first time to yourself. Yeah. It was like proof enough where you believed in yourself. Yeah. Damn. That's nuts. And what, what year is that? This was like while I was 18. Oh, shit. Okay, cool. So that was like you had that gas. You had that spark way yeah. before a check, way before anything. Way before check, it yeah. was just that you listened and compared it and you're like, yo, I would listen to this next to other artists I love. Yeah, because like at that time I was just like making hella songs. And I was just like, oh, it's cool, it's cool, it's cool. But then I would like show it to my friends and I would chill in the car and I want to hear him playing on an ox. You know what I'm saying? If like, And if it's not played on an ox... It's obviously like not that five is on show to other people. Yeah. And I was just like, I have to make my shit fire. So they play my shit on the ox. So I was like, I was just like, keep making shit, making shit. And I finally made some shit where niggas were like, all right, nigga, shit, this is kind of gas. Yeah. And I was like, all right, bet. And that Fuck. just kept going. That's so sick. That's cool that you had that belief before there was any sign of like money or anything else yeah. like that. Like I, was- I had to teach myself that shit because like, I don't know. I was just always like negative towards myself because other people would just be like saying no. So I was just like, I had to be like, I had to, I was like, bro, I got a man up right now. <laughs> bro, that's so wild for me to hear that from you because every impression that I've ever had of you, every time we've hung out, you take yourself so lightly and like you don't give a fuck. And it's like not arrogance, but I view you as very confident. And the fact of like, you'll show up, you'll wear whatever the fuck you want. You'll say whatever you want. Like, you have that genuine confidence. So it's crazy to hear a time where you didn't. Yeah, I was just like, dude, I suck. Damn. I I was just always like depressed and shit because of it. Because I was like, fuck. And then like, I was just like, you know what, man? Like time waits for no one. Like who am I crying to the moon? Like it's not, I'm not going to reach the moon. You know what I'm saying? But I'm going to make some shit. So I was just like, damn, fuck it. I respect that so much. That's just cool. That's really cool that you have that view and so early, right? Because again, you're 19 right now. Yeah. Like people don't get that. People spend so much of their lives struggling to get to a point where they view it like that. So like never lose that. Thanks. (laughs) Yeah. Damn. Okay. So now you're here in California. You get to California what year? Um, Last year. So it was 2018. Okay, 2018. It was like the fall of 2018. And that's like, at least to me, music that I'm familiar with of yours, like what's in 2018, there was a, an EP or a tape. Uh, the, the I Get I, Sad When It's Cold. I Get Sad When It's Cold Outside. Yeah, I made that tape in Maine. Do Okay. Oh, so you made that out east. And then I, I like released it in the process of me like leaving. Okay. So it was like, I don't know, like a story or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> Tell me. <laughs> it's I, like, no, it's weird because it's like, I made the tape and it's like of all this shit I experienced in the time of me leaving. Yeah. And then like living in these like weird 
places that's not obviously not like Georgia, you know what I'm saying? And seeing all these new types of people and me like adjusting, like solemnly, like self-reflecting. And as soon as I like let that out to the people, yeah, it was like, it was time for me to move on. I just ended up being in a whole new place. Whoa. That's, 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 I was saying that's what's so crazy about it. Cause as I dropped it, it was like during the whole time that like all this shit was going on. Damn. So that was like therapeutic to you. Yeah. Dude. Cause I, I think LA, LA is on that, right? I love that track. Oh, LA, LA was like, like a throwaway that I like posted like after. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I, I, that should not be a throwaway. That track is sick. It's very <laughs> different from everything you do, but I'm like, I love that. Um, but no, that, that to me, like when I listen through that, it's rare that I'll listen to a body of work that, I don't know, like it feels cohesive yet it's all over the place and yeah. I don't understand that, but I love it. And I, it was, <laughs> it's like the first, like that was me listening to it and like taking you seriously being like, Oh shit. Like there's an artist here. Like you have influences. Like what, what were the influences there? Because to me, I, I, I'm intrigued by that. A lot of, let me think a major influence was Mac Miller. Really? Yeah. Damn. That last tape he put out that was the only thing I would listen to on the way to work and back on the way to New York, on the way to Boston and back. It was always that album. I know that shit like word for word. Holy cause shit. Because that, that album, like everything he said was like, I felt it. Yeah. Because I was like, damn, this is exactly how I feel. I've never listened to something and was like, what the fuck? Like, I was like, who is this man? Like, how does he know type shit? And I was like, obsessed with that. And I was like, listening to just like, hella like, indie shit i was getting to like hella indie music at that time really like what like i was getting like the new indie shit that's coming out now like boy pablo i was already into claro heavy i was into like puma blue um king cruel um the nigga that did that chronic sunshine song i was like that was around the time that corbin dropped his album too so i was like super into that shit oh yeah like really like solemn songs yeah yeah it was like a whole mood type Did, shit. And I hope I don't sidebar it too hard, but Danger Incorporated's out of Atlanta, right? Yeah. Was that ever an inspiration for you or did, yeah. did that ever like cross your radar? Bro, I bro, I loved them so much. Same. I remember the first the first time I met them was with Kevin. We went to a show and it was like an awful records like backyard party. Oh shit. And then like they're performing and shit. And I looked at Kevin, I was like, you think if I walk up to the stage, like I can meet that nigga Boo Floyd? And he was like, sure, nigga, whatever. And I was uh, like, I was like, I'm walking to the stage. I was faded. I was super faded. We like chugged a whole bottle of me, um, Kevin and Blackie Thomas just like down the bottle. Yeah. And I walked up to this nigga. I was like, yo, Key. And then he was like, yo, I'm Boof. And then like, <laughs> he like followed me on Instagram and shit. I was like, oh, oh my, my God. God. The first time like I chipped acid, like, that him and then like Louis Duffelbag was there. Yeah. She was gas. I don't know. I always look up to them niggas like, cause they were like making some of the most yeah. different shit and I'm didn't a give huge, a fuck. Yeah. At that time, like it was hella Cardi shit going crazy. Yeah. Uzi was going crazy. Yep. Awful Records was going crazy. And like, but Awful Records was going crazy for shit that was hard. Well, I remember I saw like that documentary that like, I think it was mostly on Father. It was about like the house and It was on and Father that, in right? the House. Yeah. I saw that and I was like, this is so sick. That's where like a lot of inspiration comes from that shit too. Because like now that's how like I take 
things in my life i'm like okay i have this place yeah i'll make sure all these people come like i'll make sure people have like a place like a home it's like shit i learned that shit from watching that documentary so i was like that nigga gave a home to all these people that he knows has like potential and they can do some shit you know what i'm saying i was like i'm gonna do that shit and make sure my niggas got a place they can go and like be safe and like make music and be chill and shit and then when they leave they gotta leave and when they come they gotta come type shit Damn. Yeah. Because for anybody that doesn't know now, you finally, I guess, I mean, I'm just learning this too, is probably the most stability you've had in a bit of time in your life. Like you have a place out in LA now. Yeah. It's like still thugging it out, but it's way better than how it used to be. You know what I'm saying? Like it was either I was sleeping on something or I sleep on the floor. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or it was like, I was sleeping at some place that wasn't like my own. Like yeah. I couldn't be like, this is my place. You know what I'm saying? Now it's like, I feel like, all right, I'm like growing as an adult. Yeah. I'm no longer like a little teenager anymore. Like, like, damn, I'm like a man now. Type shit. I got my own little crib. I mean, I really do you have know, to give you shit. props because I agree with you, but I feel like you grew up real fast and you learned those lessons and committed to them quickly. But it's so sick to hear that like awful records and all that was like inspiration to you. Yeah, bro, I like, love them. They're I'm an outright so fan of that. Like all that shit. That I shit was it. that was the shit I looked up to because at that time, like I really wasn't into like hella the shit that was going on around them. Yep. Like that's the time when like hella niggas was like the thug was blowing up during that time. Niggas yep. like Rich Homie Kwan was blowing up, Migos was blowing up and shit. Yeah, and, because. Like, I was into that shit, but I wasn't super into it's it. It's just not the same. And Atlanta's yeah. always been known. Like Atlanta's always had sick artists, but and I could be entirely wrong because I don't know the backstory super well. But I feel like Awful and that crew and what they're doing in Atlanta was kind of the first to do something different like that. It was like it was like the freshest shit that had came out. Cause like at that time it was just like 21 Saturday shit. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, like it was like it was just mainly like hood nigga shit and yep. these niggas just came out like just doing the most like random and shit and it was five yeah so i was like damn this is hard i was like i don't know that shit gave me a lot of inspiration just That's seeing so them sick. like the, the art the fucking like the songs the beat choices like even the bars because like people be sleep but father be having the bars nigga that nigga can rap bro he's like bro the way he reworded shit i'd be like damn like when i'd be like approaching a bar some shit like maybe i should word this like differently type shit like that nigga like instilled in my head like i gotta think outside the box for these songs and make them as different but like hard as possible well you know what else i think is incredibly cool is you being like the younger generation of artists to come up i think it's sick that you look up to people like that and not so much traditional mainstream major label artists yeah like it seems like younger kids, like, you know, you found Tyler. That was huge, right? Like things like that. That was crazy. I love to see that because to me, all that independent stuff feels more honest and it feels more real. Yeah. And you don't know that, right? Like as a kid, not knowing the music industry, like you don't really know why it's different. But the fact that you gravitated towards all of that gives yeah. me hope that people still pay attention to like genuine art. Yeah, bro, it should be just... Fine music, man. Good music just attracts anybody. I don't know. So sick. Okay, so now tell me, you're here in LA. You put out another EP or tape after Cold, right? Uh, nah, just like singles. Oh, okay. That was singles. That's just singles altogether. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So then, what's next? Uh, I'm dropping this album actually. Oh shit. Yeah. Um. 
It's gonna be an album. It's gonna be all these like hella music videos for it too, um, merch concepts. And then are you designing the merch because of all the stuff that you've done before? Yeah, like I have a hand in designing all the merch and everything and running it through like Dead Boys as well as the launch of like this little collective. I'm like... Oh yeah, please, tell me about Dead Boys because I don't know about that, but I always see it. So Dead Boys is some shit I made when I was like 15. Oh, wow. And like I turned it into like kind of like a branding standpoint of like... All right, I don't know how to explain it. Kind of like a collective of some sort of like yeah. artists and shit i mean i get that but I, it's like under dead boys and like i coincided like every i don't know it's like bro it's like a brand with anytime somebody asks me what version three is i'm like ah, can you sit down i don't know <laughs> like i i, I don't know how to explain it i'm like i it's I, I believe in my friends and i try to do cool shit and sometimes i know what i'm doing and other times i'm just excited i'm trying the best the best way i try to like uh, i try to explain it it always comes out weird so i just be like it's like a gang it's like how you would see like an actual gang feel like a blood or a crib. It's like we're dead boys. It's like a gang. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's like niggas that are like all on the same mindset. Yeah. And then like other niggas, and then like at the same time, like also being like familiar with people that are outside of like the dead boys. It's like a, a collective that also hangs out with everybody else type shit. Yeah. So it's like making this big, big family type shit. And it's just all in some like dead boys type shit. So like I started like with the with the team and everything, like putting out music for Dead Boys, and then while at the same time like putting out this album, and then like proceeding with just like more content and shit coming out, and then like the other artists that are under Dead Boys, um, releasing their music as well, type shit. And you're like helping all them with that too. Yeah, like running everything. That's and cool. Making sure everything goes as smooth as possible and people can make connections and meet new people and things like that and just build a unit like a big ass family so like when you go somewhere they'll be like oh that's a dead boys nigga he's safe here you know what i'm saying or like oh that's a dead boy so and so and so oh you can come through you straight all this crazy like shit like that you think that came from you at like that young age like not having that community and that support yeah i think so just like because like at the time like i did it was just small it was like right like five or six like friends you know what i'm saying and yeah then, and then but like i was like damn like sometimes i wish like i just had a whole village you know what i'm saying <laughs> i like, love that nothing's wrong with a whole village you know what i'm saying you can go somewhere and then you know somewhere else and like you know you're safe or someone can go somewhere else and they hit them up and they're like yo like I know Key, I know the Dead Boys, da, 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 da. And they're like, oh yeah, come through, you safe, you can stay here, you can sleep here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Dude, I, I I really do love that. And I mean, like, again, I when I was your age, I was on the road touring a ton. And anytime somebody would take care of us, anytime we'd have a place to crash, all that, like it meant the world. So it's just, I don't know, it, it gets me so fired up hearing that that's where your head's at. Yeah. And like, this is just the beginning of your career. And this is just the beginning of all of it. So the fact that you have all these things so early and that's what you're trying to do, I really respect. Thanks. I don't know. I'm just dugging it out, trying my best to make sure my niggas eat and shit. Yeah. And like, that's honestly exactly why I wanted this podcast too, is like, if you look at the array of guests I've had, it's people that are so far along in their careers or so early, but it's always like my theme is I've always wanted a platform to tell cool stories and to tell stories of people that I think are doing something special. 
Yeah. Like, I really don't care the level of success that you've had or if it's like, oh, this person made X dollars. Like, I don't give a fuck. It's just like, are you trying to do something special? Do you genuinely believe in a product? And I had a feeling about you, but I really didn't know. So like doing this and learning this, I'm just like, fuck yeah, I was right. Fuck yeah. <laughs> and it just makes me so excited yes. to see what comes next, you know? That's fine. So the last question that I always ask is, and again, like, answer it however you want. But if you could go back to any time with the most turmoil or the hardest struggle or like where things were the hardest for you, where do you go? Like, what is that point? And what do you tell yourself? And I love that question just for anybody who relates to you, who is maybe feeling some shit where they just need that extra like peace. Shit. Ah, uh, fuck. I always think about um, it was like this senior thing that they did where you would write down a letter, like a little note. And then when you get your diploma, you open a note and the note tells you like what your mindset was at that time. Yo. You know what I'm saying? To help motivate you now that it's over. Yeah. And I like, I remember just like all this shit that I went through just as a kid, like dealing with other people. And then like, you know, like just being like, okay, maybe like. I'm not fitting in the best type shit. You know, like just regular growing up type shit, kid shit. And just like trying my best to like figure things out like as a kid and then like all the things I like went through and stuff and all the people I lost and all types of crazy shit. And then, um, and I would always think back to that letter because I remember in the letter, it's like, I don't know. It's like I have to say mindset as a kid. I would always like be mean to myself. Not, not necessarily mean, but like kind of like how like, my dad would be like, and he that's like stern. He's like, all right, pick yourself up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like in the in the paper I wrote, like, get your shit together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then when I opened it up, I was like, Yeah. It's like some shit like that. I was yeah. like always thinking about when I wrote that, like, get your shit together shit. So if I were to go back to all those times, like, I'd just be like, get your shit together, bro. Damn. Like in a good way though. Yeah, just like yeah. in a good way, just like get your shit together, like get a handle like you a man now you know what i'm saying yeah so it's like all right oh no that's how i just be doing it i like that that's cool that you i love hearing that from you because again like i I view you as like a super goofy like you come into the room you lighten up the mood like you don't think you don't take things too seriously yet you have that perspective where you can kind of like take a second to get your shit together and give yourself that cosign of like yeah all right you're a man you can do this yeah type shit because i'd be like damn bruh I feel like I lose that, you know? Yeah. I feel like I like I have two modes. Like it's like serious mode, serious Andrew, like, oh, it's super significant and everything has to be so literal or yeah. mad goofy. But I'm always like thriving when I'm in that middle ground. That middle ground is yeah. like, it's perfect. That's like the best time to do anything, actually. It's just gas. That's dope. All right. Well, I feel great about it. Like that's, to me, that's it. Do you have anything else? Did I miss anything? Did you want to plug anything? Um, well, I already talked about the album, yeah, and then the new Dead Boy shit coming out and more merch. Um, I don't know, I don't know what to say. Oh, oh, niggas be drinking water. (laughs) (laughs) Niggas be drinking LaCroix out here, so um, get your swag out, nigga. amazing (laughs) i can't add anything to that so i think we end it there super fire (laughs) 